Hey everyone, welcome to the Travel Lounge podcast with myself, Ed Finn. And myself, Sarah Slattery. We'll be coming to you every two weeks to discuss various travel topics and to open up the Travel Lounge to answer all of your questions, which you can send to us at info at thetravellounge.ie. So Sarah, here we are in early July and we have a new government and a new Taoiseach and we have a new statement on the latest regarding travel and when we can travel again and restrictions. So from the Travel Lounge's point of view, what is the latest, Sarah? Can you can you try and decode where we are at the moment for the listeners? Yes, um, where we are at the moment is the government have, has extended the travel restrictions, the 14-day quarantine measures and the advice against non-essential travel until the 20th of July at the earliest. This may be extended even further, but we will get an announcement on the 20th of July as to um, this a green list of countries that we can travel to where the quarantine won't um, be in place, which means, it, say, for instance, somewhere like Spain is on this list. It will mean that if we want to go to Spain on our holidays, when we come home, we won't have to quarantine. The confusion okay. is that this list will change, will be updated every two weeks. And if while we're away, there is a spike in cases um, and we think before we go that we don't have to quarantine, this could change when we're away and we still may have to quarantine on a return. So unfortunately, despite the government's best efforts to try and bring some clarity to the situation, we are still, there's still a lot of confusion as to whether people can book flights, whether they should or shouldn't go away. Of course, the public health advice is still telling us not to go away. Um, it's against public health advice. So um, we're still kind of a bit in limbo land, to, quote, to use your own phrase there, Ed, uh, travel limbo land, because it, it, it still doesn't really bring much clarity to the situation. Yeah, and, and on that, Sarah, I mean, I we've seen now, I mean, I was talking to my niece who's down in Melbourne in Australia, and they've just gone into lockdown again there because, you know, they've closed the border for the first time ever between Victoria and New South Wales. She's now completely locked down. We saw um, Catalonia, we saw Galicia, they're gone into lockdown. We see the spikes. So, I mean, this is obviously going to be an ongoing thing. Um, in terms of the, um, the the travel, what you were saying there, and, you know, the the sort of lack of clarity. I, I mean, from what I'm seeing here, Sarah, like I was telling you that I was supposed to go to Croatia um, last week and I cancelled it because I just couldn't go because, you know, the, the advice was... Do not travel non-essential, you know, only non only essential travel or whatever. And in all good conscience, you know, you're now being made to feel totally responsible if you do travel, I think. And that was like the massive message that was coming across. And um I just do you get the feeling that a lot of people now are really just doing a big wait and see on it, I imagine, because it has really set me back in terms of just personally. I mean, I I'm hoping I'll be able to go again. And, you know, I was really looking forward to going. And um, I thought the message, I thought we would be just, you know, self-quarantine would have been lifted. There was just no way I could come back, um, you know, and self-quarantine for two weeks. You know, it's just just too, too difficult. So, I mean, 
Is do you get the feeling, Sarah, that this is just putting everything sort of back? As I know, I use the word limbo land again, but I think people are just holding off and doing staycations. Is that where we're at at the moment? Yes, I agree. I think um, the, there's a sort of a bit of fatigue um, uh, setting in now, and people are kind of just fed up with the ongoing changes. I mean, why the government? changed the restrictions and brought the date from the 20th of July back to the 9th of July, which they did last two weeks ago, only to change it back again. I think people are just fed up with, it, with, with, with the constant changing and not knowing what's going to happen. Of course, um, with spikes and things like that in Europe, they, there can never be a definitive answer. Like we obviously can't say for sure, but at least I think there was originally there was hope of travel um, you know, a fair amount of travel, you would think, in September and October. But even now that, I think people are just got a bit fed up with it. And I think what's more frustrating, I mean, I, I cancelled my own holiday to Spain in July too, um, Ed. And I, like that, you know, you, it's very difficult to go against public health advice. And I think Irish people are generally, generally do do the right thing. So I understand that. I think the whole situation the problem i have with the whole thing is a that the government in one hand are saying you know we we shouldn't travel but yet they're allowing planes to fly holiday clearly holiday flights not cargo to fly and yet telling us we shouldn't go so you know and then you know to add insult in injury telling people to, to staycation in Ireland when they they some of them have already given airlines their money, travel agents their money, and they can't get refunds. Maybe they would staycation in Ireland if they could get refunds back from their their airlines. Uh, yeah, another- and, and Sarah, you have the you have the amazing situation where you have the MEP Billy Kelleher flying in from Brussels to attend Michal Martin's inauguration and then telling us all only for non-essential time to stay at home. I mean, I lead by example. I thought that was incredibly bad in bad uh, taste, didn't you? I mean, what are they at? And then you've all the different people that travel for the, like up from different places. I know we can travel within Ireland now, but this guy like flying in from Brussels, Billy Ke- I mean, I just thought that was incredible. I mean, yeah. I know already the government is embroiled in bloody scandals over you know, drunk driving cases and things. And I felt like to myself, oh my God, here's the same old same again. One rule for one and another rule for another. Well, that I that's completely true. And But the other thing that's kind of, I find quite infuriating is that we're one of the only countries in Europe that are allowing like Americans in. You know, like anyone can 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 come into our country now. And I've heard, you know, anecdotal evidence of, of plenty of Americans around Clarny at the moment. Like anyone can come in um, to our country by once they fill out a form and say they'll self-isolate. And I'm not trying to suggest they won't, but, you know, let's face it, all they have to do is say they will. And yet, so we're letting all these people in, but we can't, we're told we can't go. So I think... That's where the, the, the unfairness comes into it, the mixed messages comes into it. I mean, if you're going to st- stop travel, stop it, <laughs> you know, or like, or if you're going to allow airlines to fly, we'll say, okay, look, you can take these holiday flights on the assumption that if people don't want to travel, you, the airlines have to give the people the refunds or, you know, make some stipulation or make some, you know, you know, rational thinking behind it, but it, it, there just doesn't seem to be any joined up thinking. And I think that's what's infuriating for, for consumers and for, for hotels and for travel agents and for people trying to organize travel. You know, uh, you know, I, I, I've had people commenting and saying, you know, oh, but 
travel agents want, you know, everybody wants the planes back flying and they don't want, they don't want things flying if, if there's no clear advice and they don't want to have to, to book people to go in August only to have to cancel them again and change them two and yeah. three and four times, you know, like. Well, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know an American, I know a guy, Sarah, who's now a green card American, works one of the big, um, uh, companies here one of the big what we would call i suppose social media companies and he was over here for a court case from la he's three weeks here um he's been put into a five-star hotel and he is out and about every night i mean no he got two phone calls i was listening to two romanians the other day just uh went, went over to home to romania they had to travel home it was essential travel the police in romania called to their house every day to see that they were self-isolating I mean, it's just mind boggling. I, you know, you just don't know what to say. And you're absolutely right about the Americans going around Killarney because I know myself because um, friends of mine from Cork were down there and they said there was loads of Americans there and they were absolutely having a great time driving all around the Ring of Kerry and everywhere. So it's, it's I, I don't know, what, you, you throw your hands up in the air. Yeah, that's it. And um, I, I mean, I, I sometimes feel like I'm kind of going on and on about, you know, I need to kind of stop because probably boring people to death. I have to change the record. But, you know, I just, I suppose when you're getting messages from people and you're probably the same, I'm, I'm getting a few inquiries here into the travel lounge. Um, in fact, if any of you want to send messages, you can email us info at the travel lounge with your queries. But, you know, when you're getting questions from people and really frustrated about not being able to read, you know, forget even about the refunds, even if they were allowed to change their dates free of charge. You know, but they're not even Ryanair won't even let them do that. You know, and it's and then the 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 government saying, you know, stay in Ireland instead. You know, people say, well, give us the money and we'll stay in Ireland. And Sarah, the thing for me about the Croatia trip, which was unfortunate, and I'm sure it applies to a lot of other people as well. Um, I decided not to travel. Um, I paid my flights. You know, that's that's more or less gone as far as I know because um, there's nothing, there's nowhere I can recoup that because you know, um. I just decided not to travel myself. Am I correct on that? Who who were you, were you flying with, Reiner? Yeah, I was flying because yeah. Reiner are the only people that were flying to do Broadnick. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, you could you could have probably changed your dates to an alternative date, but they are charging change fees to change them. So you know, and, and unless you kind of know when you want to, what you want to change it to, and you happen to get a reasonably priced ticket, sometimes it's kind of not really worth your while. I've had people telling me that they're trying to change their family flights to next year and they're paying five and six hundred euros in change fees. And sure, they don't even know if those dates are actually going to be suitable either, you know. And then they have to fork out these change fees now. So it's it's not it's not practical. At least, you know, most airlines are allowing you to change your dates and waiving the change fees. But unfortunately Ryanair are are only doing that for new bookings from the 10th of June. Yeah, and I suppose from Ryanair's point of view, they were just trying to you know, do what they do, which is, you know, to organize flights and fly people on their holidays and stuff. But I guess um, with the way the government have been cautious here, I suppose it's a bit of a nightmare for Reiner because the flights are there. Um, but people just are, are kind of cautious now, about obviously booking, because as you said, people want to do the right thing. And I heard Eddie Wilson talking during the week about, I mean, you could hear the frustration in his voice, obviously, um, about the fact that, you know, people are just being told stay at home. Yeah, I mean, I suppose when you look at the rest of Europe opening up, I I assume Ryanair, like all of us thought, we'd be back flying as well. Um, and of course, I mean, they're losing millions, you know, uh, of course you'd have sympathy for them. Um, but I just still, 
I still feel that they should allow people to change their flights if they don't want to travel. Like like most airlines, that that's the, the main issue I have with them at the moment. Um, and they're only allowing that for new bookings. I mean, most people booked back in January, February, didn't know anything about COVID, can't travel. or And in fact, regardless even of, of the, the public health advice, in many situations, hotels aren't opening. I've loads of people who, whose hotels aren't opening in Spain until September, October. Um, so... And yet their flights are operating. So they need to, to change them or cancel their flights. So at least if there was a bit of flexibility there, I'm not saying they have to be refunded. I'm saying they just even allow them change their flights free of charge. I think people would, that would go a long way to, um, to from, from a customer service point of view. Yeah, I've heard the same about hotels as well. And I've had a lot of emails of people saying they were booked in hotels and now they've discovered that their flights, they've changed them to August, but the hotels aren't opening till September and they're trying to get other hotels. And yeah, it's it's very difficult. Anyway, Sarah, listen, um, we wanted to talk a little bit this week as well about some interesting um, staycations in Ireland. And one place that I was I discovered a bit last year that you did a lovely trip to was down in the Munster Vales. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, we had a lovely trip last August and um, the Munster Vales, it's it's Cork, Limerick, Waterford and Tipperary. And it, it's a sort of all the four counties collected t- together. And it, what I loved about it was there were so many unspoiled kind of areas and places that I had probably driven past on my way to to the west or down to Kerry and Cork. Uh, my family are from, from Kerry, so we went every summer for the for, for for as long as I can remember. And you know, we passed down through Mitchellstown Caves uh, on every journey. We passed through Kerr, saw Kerr Castle, but we never went in. And you know, it was great to actually go to some of these places finally and see them. And, you know, we had a fabulous experience in, in Tipperary. Care Castle is beautiful. We walked down to Swiss Cottage. Swiss Cottage. It's a gorgeous walkway there. Uh, and the, the Shore Blue, Blue Way is there. There's just so much kind of to see that you, you tend to not think about. A lot of people tend to go for the coastal counties. Um, and also then, you know, it brought us right into Waterford and we took that gorgeous drive over the V, um, cycled along the Waterford Greenway, um, and then went along the Copper Coast in Waterford. Like there was, there was just, it was just a fabulous weekend. We did so mm. many interesting things. And, um, you know, it's particularly at the moment with everybody looking for staycations, sometimes it's very, you know, people are quick to look at the cliffs of places near the cliffs of Moor or places on the Ring of Kerry and all this kind of thing. But actually it might be easier and more economical to find places in the, in the centre, in the likes of Tipperary, you know, and places that are not on the coast. Um, we also stayed in this gorgeous, uh, I suppose you'd call it like a glamping site. It's like an eco cabin um, in Nair Valley. They're called Nair Valley Eco Cabins. Um, in Tipperary and they're absolutely beautiful uh, really really fabulous experience no issue with social distancing there's five big acre fields and each pod has its own field um, and a really unique experience so like there's yeah. lots of things like that you can do that people may not necessarily be the first places you can think of uh, when you're planning a staycation yeah, and I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I discovered the Galtys a few years ago. I mean, you were saying there from Care to Mitchellstown. Um, it's absolutely gorgeous. And of course, the Glen of Aherlow, um, which is one of Ireland's most beautiful, lush valleys between Limerick and Tipperary. There, 
You don't have to go to Brazil to see the statue of the Christ King, you know, as he raises his hands, <laughs> blessing the Glen and all who pass by. Um, and the locals there were so friendly and nice. And Glen Gara Wood, I remember that place you were taking there, was a fabulous place for walks as well. And they've guided paths there, great picnic spots, and you can kind of walk along the trails and woodlands at your own kind of pace. And as you were saying, the Mitchell Sound Caves, I don't think a lot of people even know it's one of the largest, most complex cave systems in Ireland. They have the widely known famous Tower of Babel column, which is like nine metres in height. And that's a fabulous one. And then the other one I love, I don't know if you mentioned it, the Apple Farm, Apple Growing in South Tipperary. Really fabulous um, area. It's like up in Armagh. They're famous for their ciders. Well, they have great apple growing down here as well. Um, in the in the it's called the Apple Farm, a family-run business there, but very near yeah. Care and Clonmel, beautiful area as well. Yeah, I didn't, I hadn't, didn't know about that one. Um, yeah, but yeah. The Apple Farm, it's really nice. They do gorgeous um juices. Oh, it's really it's in Tipperary, but um they've been growing apples there since 1968. They've gorgeous orchards, but the kids love it. Brilliant for you know everyone at the moment now. I've put on a few pounds, Sarah. They've great cider vinegar there. You know, great for losing a bit of weight apparently. <laughs> Um, really, I'm trying to go so. Yeah, I know. And the Apple Camping and Caravan Park. Um, but very wholesome, very house on the prairie, you know, but really, really nice. And I thought that was super. But definitely the Monster Vales, I think you were saying. I think a lot of people wouldn't realise, it said, the Knockmill Downs, the Galtees, the Denver. Gorgeous, gorgeous area. And again, you don't, yeah, you're absolutely right. You don't have to be going to all the big sites. And definitely a great time to, to explore this region, I would think. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can also add in a couple of things like, you know, as well as the, some, some of the unheard, uh, the places that we may not be as, as well known, you know, you can also um, do things like the Waterford Greenway, which I've always wanted to cycle that. And we had the two kids with us and you don't have to, like it's 46 kilometres long, but you don't obviously have to do the whole thing. We cycled from Duro to Dungarvan. It was a 10 kilometre stretch and it was very easy. I mean, it was almost almost kind of downhill we kind of glided for a lot of it so perfect for kids uh, right along the coast into Dungarvan which is a gorgeous town as well and uh, the Copper Coast is a place I hadn't been to absolutely beautiful down there we went to the Geo Park and we foraged for seaweed and did all sorts of cool stuff and so yeah it, it was a really 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 lovely time we had a lovely staycation mm. i suppose and as i said for people who are looking i'm getting a lot of people saying they can't find houses here they're trying to get places right on the beach in donegal or right on um beside the cliffs of Moher and killarney and places like that you know just try some of the other uh counties you might be surprised at how much they have to offer yeah there's a great guy down there i don't know if you came across him garvin cummins he's known as yeah, the Greenway man. You probably don't know if you said, yeah, yeah. He's, done the, he's done the Camino Way and the St. Declan's Walk from Cashel Tartmore. He's done all, he's walked Hadrian's Wall all over the place. But I remember hearing him um, being interviewed, I can't remember exactly where, but he was he's, he was campaigning, I think, for Roger the Waterford Greenway for years. And he's a he's a mind of information. I think the Greenway man.com is his yeah. um, website if anybody wants to look him up but um, he's located, you can find him at Manny's Pub in Duro, County Waterford as well if you're looking for him apparently. That, That's exactly where, uh, that's exactly who, where we got got the bikes from that's exactly and, and, and you know what like for for uh, as well known as he is and uh an incredible guide but he's also one of the cheapest rates i think it was like 15 euros where or like to to rent the bikes and when when you collect them 
um, if you park your car in Duro and and cycle down into Dungarvan, they will drive. He will drive you back up to, to your car. So you only have to do it one way, um, and it's all for fifteen euros for the day. Like it's for nothing. It's it's That's a great uh, great experience, and you know, no rip off Ireland there anyway. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. that's, that's very Camino de Santiago, that sort of uh, experience. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. But listen, Sarah, that's what I think that we can recommend. Anyway, for anyone who wants to do something exciting, I think that's going to be a big one. And monstervales.com, of course, is the website there. If anyone's looking for some stuff and full of great ideas. And the, as I said, um, even the guy we're chatting with there, Garvin Cummins, uh, all his stuff is up there when you go to Highlights. And stuff, it's all up there as well. The Comera Mountains, of course, and all the different ranges are there as well. So listen, Sarah, that was a great um, great tip, and I think people will enjoy that. So come here, have a good week. It'll be interesting to see what happens next week, I guess. We'll we'll watch this space and yeah. see, talking about green, green this and green that, what green countries will be on our on the list next. Exactly. Watch the government and their mystery and their mystery uh, mystery reveals every week, you know. So we'll have to see what Hall has got for us next week. Yeah, that's it. We'll have to watch this space. Thank you for listening to the Travel Lounge podcast with myself, Sarah Slattery. And myself, Ed Finn. Edited and produced by our award-nominated producer, Martin Flannery. You can follow Ed on at Ed Finn Travel and myself, Sarah, on at Travel Expert underscore IE on Twitter. And you can contact us with your travel questions on info at thetravellounge.ie. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. It's available on all podcast platforms and you could leave a nice review too. So until next time, happy travels. Happy travels, guys. Happy travels, guys.